We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William! Doug, big news. Yes. I have an alcoholic beverage in front of me that I've never tried before. I'm ready to pop the top. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, what's your beverage? Uh, well, I've, I've been watching your snaps, and you were very fond of the Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey Lemonade. This is exciting news. You're the second person today that I've got to try this. My buddy Luke tried it earlier today. Oh, this is, I'm very happy to hear this. Uh, right. Are you drinking this on the back porch? No, no, it's it's pouring down rain outside. I'm not, am I supposed to drink it on the back porch? I'm, I mean, I don't want to say anything out loud. I'm afraid it might not be GF. Oh no, that's a good point. We could not I could not figure out if it was but I am in the office. Okay. Um, she doesn't she does not come into the office. So we should be good. I just I couldn't find an ingredients listing on this. Oh, here's no, that's not an ingredients. It didn't say anywhere, which usually means it's not, but Right. Typically nowadays, like, typically nowadays if it is, they actually put it on the can. It says yeah. I'm drinking yeah. a new beverage called Bevy. Bevy. Long Drink. Bevy Long Drink. Sparkling Citrus Refresher. Sparkling Citrus Refresher. Yeah. Right, well, here, here we go. Go ahead. I'm very well, excited pop, for you, by the way. I'm very excited. Based off of your reviews, pop the top. Did you hear the pop? I did. And then the drink. Doesn't While you're good, drinking, I can tell you that. It doesn't smell good? It does not smell good. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's not good. Hmm. Um, hmm. That's not bad. That's not bad. They do a good job of masking the Jack Daniels taste. But boy, that lemonade honey is kind of a weird concoction mixture. It's not bad. Okay. It's drinkable. I don't think it's as good as what you sold it, because you really liked it. You really I, liked it from what I from what I heard, which is what yeah. inspired me to get it. Yes, I really like it. Current day, it's still. Uh, I had two of them the other day. I think they're absolutely delicious. I, I am get a good ice cold uh, one of those things and put it on the put it on ice. Oh, no, my I, mama. Was I supposed to? Was I supposed to put it on ice? Well, that's just the way I like to go about it. I mean, you—I okay. don't know the temperature of your beverage right now. Mine have to be ice cold. Like the one I'm holding, my hands are burning. It's so cold. That's cold. I can't have it any less than on the verge of frozen. Hmm. I didn't. <coughs> I didn't. I didn't go that route. Whoa. Well, I'm sorry you don't like it as much as I do, but I'm glad that you're tolerable of it. Um, you will not hear me popping the top of mine because 
unlike you, I my Bluetooth headphones don't seem to sound good when I do this. So I'm holding the phone as a microphone and was unable to, I had already popped the top. So I would now try my Bevy what's, long. What's it called? It's called Bevy. It's I think it's called Bevy Long Drink. That makes no sense. I know. It says B-E-V-Y, Bevy, and below that it says Long Drink, and then below that is a sparkling citrus refresher. What does Long Drink mean? I don't know. I've never... This is very new, and it's only 5.8% alcohol. I'm going to try it because my hand is absolutely frozen. Citrus flavor. Citrus flavor. Go ahead. Okay, I'm a fan. It's got a fantastic citrus flavor. It's not uh, ooh, the aftertaste is a little greeny. A little uh, aftertaste kind of has the. Did you say like greeny? Greeny, like you had a green juice, like you made a juice that had. Oh, gross! It, hold on, let me get it. It went away though. It didn't last very long. Okay. I can be lost for a moment. I had a very dry palate going into this. Hey, uh, Douglas, can I tell you about the Bevy Long Drink? Please, absolutely. I know nothing about it. I'm a fan of it, by the way. Okay. I think it has a good okay. citrus flavor, um, and it's flavorful. It's not one and of what, those seltzers. What, that... alcohol, what alcohol is in there? I have no clue whatsoever. Is it Excellent. cucumber? That's Cucumber is a vegetable, Doug. It's not an alcohol. <laughs> I know, but it's got a little. It's got, okay, my bad. Is it not? not is it celery? That's Doug. I asked what alcohol is in it. You oh, provided, you provided me with two vegetables. It's got a little bit of a celery flavor. I have no clue. I know nothing about it. What alcohol is in it? I'm very curious. Okay, the Bevy Long Drink Douglas is based on a Finnish cocktail made from gin, grapefruit soda, and tonic. The drink was first created by the Finnish government. Uh, they commissioned a cocktail to serve at the 1952. Summer Olympics in Helsinki. That is today's information on the Bevy Long Drink. Wow, a nice little Finnish fun fact for everybody. They created this drink so that it would be available for the Olympics in their country. Yeah, how great is that? How fucking great is that? Excuse my language. I have a feeling you have. Oh, but you've got your earbuds in, so your your guest, special guest. I yes. think Pearl's in there. You have a special she live is. audience again, studio audience. That is. Thank you. You can't hear my my foul mouth. So that's yeah, pretty that's good. Very thankful. Um, yeah. How amazing that is that a country created an alcoholic beverage for the Olympics. I think it's fantastic. Way to go, Finland. Way to go, Finland. All right, Bevy Long Drink. So Bevy Long Drink is the official Bevy Long Drink is the name. Okay. Um, I assume we got a strict hour uh, time frame tonight. Strict strict time frame, that's correct. Hey, Doug, uh, we should mention uh, today one of our special listeners' birthday is today. You beat me to the punch. I think it's today. that is my number one thing on the list of things to do. Happy birthday to our good friend and friend of the podcast, Mr. Magic Man Adam. Yeah. Magic Man himself. Happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday, Adam. Absolutely. Big things with Adam. 
big things with that. I'm, I'm sure he's having a wonderful birthday out there in the state of Colorado. I'm sure he's doing something very, very fun, very cool, and hopefully it involves a little bit of magic. Well, I think if you um... – I'm pretty sure on Snapchat he indicated that he is in Florida right now on the beach enjoying the sun and sand. There you go. So he is indeed doing something fun. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Mr. Adam. Um, I also want to cover the things I've got that I would like to discuss. Go ahead. Uh, your my latest uh, Twitter lesson that you've given me. Yes. Um, the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. Very briefly on that. Um, Long lines at a Whataburger in Colorado, um, as shared with, uh, given to me by Adam, speaking of Adam, and also a friend of the podcast, uh, Amzi, brought it to my attention. Um, Another thing, let's see, uh, what's the other thing? Uh, The the thieves, the brazen thieves of California. Mm -hmm. Um, Idiot drivers, that also Mm -hmm. coincides with Twitter. Okay. We have our Argentinian fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, my new conspiracy theory that I'd like to follow. Holy moly, we're doing all this in an hour. Absolutely. We did this much last week. Okay. And uh, a brief comment about no judgments here when we wrap it up. And uh, what about, can we talk about Wheel of Fortune, the Wheel of Fortune puzzle? I was going to talk about that. I, I had that, but then I took it off of my list. Absolutely, we can talk about that. Um, go ahead. Why don't you start us off with that then? Do we want to start with that? <laughs> All right. Go. So it, it became <laughs> a viral sensation this week. Um, and I never know who starts these viral sensations. What would make you watch Will of Fortune decide that you want to take a clip from the show and share it with the social media world? And then tens and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people have the same reaction that you had to it. Uh, but it, it was great. Uh, so there was a puzzle. Uh, most of the puzzle had been uh, filled in at this point. They had already guessed a feather in your hat. So obviously what we're looking for now is a feather in your cap, I believe. Um, and so there's a female and there's a male trying to guess. The female, um, I, I don't know where guess is because I don't have that part down, Doug. But she she provides a guess. It's she misses the 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 last word. She doesn't get cap. I don't remember what she says. That'd probably be better for the story. Uh, and then the, it goes to the male after she misses. And again, he's just trying to find three letters basically on the board, and he fails. He can't find one of the letters. It goes to the first guy. Poor first guy. He's getting bankrupt and lose a turn each time. Uh, and then it goes back to the female, and she she does it again. She tries to solve it, and she she makes it wrong again, Douglas. Two wrong guesses. It's horrendous. And it gets back to the third male, and the male tries to guess a letter again, and he misses. So we're talking like two complete turns when all you need is the letter C and the P as in Paul for feather in your cap. It goes back to the first dude. He gets like a lose your turn. And it- Back to the girl. I don't even remember. Oh, it, it goes back around, right? Because the guy who missed the bankrupt and losing turn twice, he finally just solves it. Um, it's just ridiculous. It got so much viral hits and comments that Pat Sajak, Pat Sajak, who's like 77 years old, decided he wanted to get on Twitter and share his thoughts on such a thing. He, he, look, 
We've all been there. You guys don't understand how difficult it is in front of a live TV audience and how if you your initial guess, once you get that part wrong on how everything just goes out the window and common sense and smart. So he was like, please, there's a lot going on in the world today. Please, it's okay to have a little fun with it, but please stop insulting this fella and this female. Trust me, they feel horrible. So Pat Sajak had to step in. And, and tell people to chill out on these two contestants of Will Fortune. Yeah, they were they were surprised that it got so much um, so much airplay, such a response that it went so viral. And I disagree with that that theory of being shocked that this has become a viral sensation because I feel like this happens all of the time with with Will of Fortune that there's a lot of people that come up and say the wrong thing. Um, or they make uh, memes on it and put uh, different, you know, they, they create different puzzles than it actually was that are not safe for work or something. So I feel like the memes and the Internet stuff with Wheel of Fortune is prevalent. And I think that there's people out there that watch it just for these reasons, to, to catch this opportunity, to see this happen when a three-letter word of cap and they're guessing letters like G. I believe was one of them. Like, uh, how about a G? In the middle, blank A blank. Put a feather in the blank A blank G. What was he? Gap? Gap? I don't know what they're going for. So, yes, it was just so ridiculous. Regardless of the fact that they're, they've got five seconds to say they want to spin or guess. They've got to come up with a letter on the fly. You're on this game for a reason. You're on the game because you've been tested. My mom won Will of Fortune in San Antonio. Uh, they were like, they were, we're coming to San Antonio to see if you can, you know, be a part of the big show out in L.A. Uh, and so it was like little shows after show after show where they were testing people. And my mom won the show. Like, you go on. The, unfortunately, she didn't make it to the big show, but she won her thing in San Antonio. Point being, like, if you go on the show, it's because you've got a skill or you should, to play the game and be able to come up with this shit. And most people guess these things when there's little to no letters on there. This one had 98%. of the letters. And these people that have proven they've got the skills to be on this television show can't come up with a three-letter word. And a very popular saying of put a feather in your cap, that's not a mystery to most people. people of their age you'd think that they've heard that, that statement phrase. I don't even know what the category was. So for them to be so shocked that this has happened uh, is beyond me. I, and it's per- I think it's hilarious. I think yeah. it's worth more than it's already got. Um, people, this, is, this is the kind of thing, like, I think at Big Sal's, um, the bar that I used to frequent all the time here in Lincoln, it's religion to watch Wheel of Fortune every single day in the bar. There's no jukebox. All the TVs are on Wheel of Fortune during that time of the day, and everybody gets into it because everybody at that time of the day that's at that bar is a regular, right? They're there every day. So my point is people are watching this show to see things like this and to make fun of these situations, and it happened. It was a golden moment for uh, the world to enjoy the (laughs) failure of these people on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, that's funny. So I was watching it while you were giving your spiel there. Um, so she actually got on her third attempt, she actually got the P right. 
So she got the P, but she still guessed it wrong. So another feather is already out of you. And the N, a Y-O blank R, blank A blank. And so the female and the male were unable to guess it. This has 7.1 million views, though. 1,000 retweets, 7,600 quote tweets. You were one and I was one. And 90,000 plus likes. That is some viral sensation. Yeah, that's incredible. And it, yeah, it, it went around like three times. And the one guy just kept getting screwed, bankrupt, lose your turn. Uh-huh. And he was the only one that actually knew it. It was hilarious. I thought it was fantastic. I love those yeah, things. I thought it was good. It was good. Yeah. Very good. Um, so speaking of Twitter, uh, I damn it, I meant to bring up Twitter online so I could kind of explain what I did to you to frustrate you so much. Uh, which led to my lesson on how to work Twitter or understand what Twitter is. Um, William had tweeted some things. I get, I, as I well, mentioned on a podcast, I'm on, two, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter right now. So if you want me to kind of go there to look at my notifications. So yeah. the first thing that popped up on my cell phone was just a tweet from you that said something about what was the first thing that I commented on? The very first hold thing on, hold on, that hold started on. this whole get frustration. It wasn't. It wasn't the movie, or was it the movie no, where I said it was about? Movie? It was about. It was about a rapper at a Razorback game last Saturday. Perfect. So you you forward you quoted. Excuse me, as I now mm-hmm. just learned what it means to quote a tweet because yeah. that didn't. That was not in my vocabulary or understanding of Twitter whatsoever. So you quoted a tweet and had a picture of the rapper. I thought it was a football game, but it was what a basketball game. Yeah, we've got Razorback fans and we've got a rapper in the in the in the picture. And uh <laughs> William writes, I'm really showing my age with this one. Something along mm-hmm. those lines. Yep. Showing my age. Showing my and, age. Uh, and what did I write? And so that's the only thing I saw was that showing uh, my age in that picture. And I was like, Well, oh, showing your what are you talking about? Yeah, you said uh, so. You liked it first, but then you put what it is. What is it about your age that you were showing us? <coughs> right, so because replied, as far as I see, I just see a picture of a bunch of kids. I didn't necessarily know that was a rapper. I kind of assumed it was, but I didn't know. I thought it was a football game, and it was in between plays or something. Everybody was just getting hyped up, and you're showing your age. I didn't understand what that meant. Well, but if you would have read the tweet that I quoted, it clearly states <laughs> it clearly states that uh, Arkansas was welcoming a rapper into Fayetteville for the Kentucky game. So that part was funny. And uh, so I explained to you what it is about your age that you're showing us. And I put that I've never heard of this rapper or the song. Uh, I've never heard of this fella. <laughs> you reply, what? <laughs> what fella? <laughs> Exactly, because I didn't know what person you were talking. I didn't see anybody that was like what person. <laughs> and you were like the one quoted, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the quote the tweet is from the Arkansas Razorbacks men's basketball page. Just to let you know how far off Doug was. I'm, I'm thinking it was a football game. <laughs> Doug has no idea how this works. And the tweet from the Arkansas Razorbacks men's basketball Twitter page says, welcome to Bud Walton, Duke Deuce 901. Uh, so I put showing my age. Doug puts, uh, what is it about your age you're showing us? I say, never heard of the fella. <laughs> Doug shoots back, what fella? 
Um, and so I'm completely confused at this point because Doug's having a conversation with me with a tweet that I know he can see, but he's claiming he can't see it. Um, and so I get some confusion. I, and then you reply, damn it, I'm serious. I know better than to get involved with tweeting. And so then we have a phone conversation for me to explain to you what I'm looking at. <laughs> so I, I let you know that I quote tweeted a tweet from the Arkansas Razorback Twitter. You said you quoted somebody. Oh, my. I'm ready to start over and review this tweet from the beginning. I fear I've overlooked something. <laughs> when you said the tweet I quoted, my mind literally exploded. I was yeah. like, what? He didn't quote a fucking thing? What is he talking about? The tweet quoted. He didn't quote anything. So when you said that, that really threw me into a tailspin. I, and that's why I was like quoting. Oh my! What if, I got to go back and look at this again because hmm. I don't remember seeing any quotes on here. It didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, and you could, and, I went back and looked. I still don't see where you quoted somebody. Just a tweet of you saying you're showing your age. Then a video of people at a Razorback game. No quotes to be found. And I'm like flabbergasted at this moment. I am. I'm so confused by Douglas's confusion. I'm kind of in a rage. But I try to keep my composure, and we end up talking. I talked Douglas through it. He, I think he understood at the end of everything. I, I did. I think I did understand. But then prior to you really clarifying it, didn't I hit you with another one? <laughs> it was like, Yeah, so you hit another one of my tweets. I'm doing an Oscar uh, thread. I'm doing an Oscar movie. I'm watching all movies that are nominated for Best, uh, for best Motion Picture. Um, so each time I watch a movie... I offer a slight, uh, a short uh, Twitter review. And so I, uh, Children of Deaf Adults, it was really good. And I tweeted off of the thread uh, with the last uh, tweet being now watching Coda. I replied to that tweet saying, oh man, that movie had me all up in my feelings. Real good flick, easily the best of the bunch. Doug sees that and he replies, what movie? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous now I want you to know that whenever I typed what movie mm-hmm. I cannot express how hard I was laughing when I typed that <laughs> like I knew that when I sent what movie it was going to send you into a world <laughs> of confusion and like are you fucking with me Doug like I knew it was going to make you angry and confused when and I seriously, I had tears coming out of my eyes. I was laughing so hard. But at the same token, I was serious when I said what movie? Because the only thing that popped up on my phone was you commenting about being in your feelings. That's yeah. it. I didn't see the, and I'm throwing up my quotation marks, the quoted uh, tweet. I didn't see the thread. I just saw you say that. So yeah, this, was no, this, was no, this was no quote, T. This was just a thread. So if you oh. looked at my comments, oh, man, the movie had me all up in my feelings, real good flick, easily the best of the bunch. There's a line above my Twitter profile sh- signifying that it's a Twitter thread. And so all you have to do is scroll up on the comments, and you'll see above, now watching Coda, Children of Deaf Adults on Apple TV. See, and that's where my confusion was, because I, I didn't know how a thread worked. So I'm trying to <laughs> scroll down. I'm going, I'm, I'm going the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, it's not making any sense to me. I was like, "What movie?" And oh, I can't. I was laughing so hard, but I was so damn serious. It was I so. Con- 
It was terrible. Yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, but I learned something. I finally learned what a quote was. Because seriously, when you said I quoted, I was then I kind of was getting mad. Like, fuck you. You didn't quote anything. A quote is whenever you actually say something that somebody else said, like verb, like written. I didn't make sense that I'm sharing a tweet, retweeting, quoting. Uh, I get yeah, it now. But but... Talking through this. I understand why you don't go to Twitter much. I your Twitter thread has to be a complete confusion and clusterfuck to you. You don't know what anybody's talking about. You don't know what they're replying to. You don't know what the topic of the conversation is because you didn't understand anything about how Twitter works. So you're just reading these random thought bubbles basically, uh, when they're meant to be threads or quoting upon other people or replying to other people, and you just you didn't catch on to any of that. So Kudos for you sticking to Twitter with that much confusion because that the way you made Twitter sound would make me think that it's basically a foreign language to you at this point. Oh, let me let me be clear. When you say sticking with Twitter, there's no I was never on Twitter for this very reason because it does confuse the shit out of me. The only time I ever get on Twitter is like if I get an alert from you or like I would get something from my my one of my favorite rappers, Cal Scrooby. And I would read what he said, but half the time when I read y'all shit, it still doesn't make sense because I'm not seeing the thread. So yeah. I'm only liking your tweets nine out of ten times because I'm just showing you support for for posting a Twitter, and you're my boy. So I'm like, ah, oh, my boy said something. I'm gonna like it. Half the time, I don't know what any of it means because I don't <laughs> see the thread. And I didn't really understand the thread and the quoting until I like clicked on your actual profile where I could see how things played out. Because whenever I just click on your on my like homepage, I guess it is, or when I click on the on the updates, I'm seeing shit from all kinds of people. Uh-huh. And it just doesn't flow right. So fuck Twitter. I'm still not gonna get on it unless I see something from you. I it's it's still somewhat confusing. But I'm so much more clear on how it works than I was prior to that. So good job. Good, good. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for the Twitter support, even though you don't understand it. <laughs> You're welcome. Is it wrong to show support to my friends? No, absolutely not. It's not wrong. I don't even understand always, it to show support. Yeah, support your friends. Russian war. I have a brief question about the Russian war with Ukraine. Do we know why it's happening? Why is Ooh. he attacking? Oh, boy. Yeah, this, you know, this is really where we, where our audience depends on our expertise of the news. Um, yeah. I think we've, I think we've really, I, I think each week we really bring that home even more. Uh, why we're a trusted source of information, right? So, uh, why uh, Russia, according to Putin, Putin wanted to, he wants. What he's trying to do is he wanted to take back the Ukraine parts that he believed are actually part of Russia. So that that's the reason he wanted to take back. He wants to change the border line of what is Ukraine and what is Russia. He's trying to reline the uh, the border. Okay, I see what you're saying. So he's saying like maybe like parts like Crimea. That's actually yeah. still part of Russia. That's not Ukrainian. So we're going to go in and take that back. What, yeah. if, what, they, what confuses me is whenever it says uh, uh, the, the Russian army has has taken hold of blank city, they now mm-hmm. control it. Like, what does that mean? How does how do they take control of a specific city? Is it 
because they've well, taken. Think, what does that mean? Yeah. What does it I mean to your, have your, your military? Your military has gone into the town and defeated whatever stood in its way, and now the control of the town is no longer under like any type of Ukrainian authority, like police or military or anything else. It's under Russian control. The military of Russia is what controls that particular town at this point. What are they controlling? Just the just they just now man the streets. They man There's the no... streets. It's the, it's their town. If anybody in Ukraine tries to uh, go against them, they're probably going to get killed on sight. And of course, the uh, the whole inconsistency with Putin's reason for going to the war and trying to take back uh, part of the border of Ukraine for Russia is that he's decimating uh, these cities. He's completely destroying some of these cities, killing thousands of Ukrainian civilians. And if you're just trying to take back what you feel is part of Russia, it seems inconsistent to completely decimate cities. So, yeah, 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 that makes absolutely no sense. Why do you want to? Why do you want to blow up a? Why do you want to attack a nuclear facility? Why do you want to uh, kill off the? I mean, you can't win the hearts of the Ukrainians if you're destroying their town that you want to now claim as Russia. It makes absolutely no sense. It's so. So baffling and confusing. Obviously, I don't, I don't want to get into it. We're not this kind of show where I, yeah, it's just so terrible. I saw something today that I thought was um, funny. <laughs> How do you bring humor into this? Somebody was complaining about the, the rise in the, the, the gas prices. Um, and somebody said that this was actually a plan um, to push electric cars by Biden. Oh, nice. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. That's funny. Uh, I will say that obviously anybody who has electric cars or any company, especially Tesla, who has electric cars, boy, this is this is a good time to be in the electric car um, business uh, because the, the price of gas has crept over four dollars a gallon now, um, and that does not impact any of those people. So good for them. What do you What are you guys paying down in Arkansas? Um, it wasn't four dollars yesterday, and I feel like it was more like it was more like three seventy ish, three seventy five, somewhere around that. I mean, it's the most I've paid in a really long time, but not quite four dollars yet. Most of our gas stations here in Lincoln were at three seventy seven yesterday while I was driving around Dash, and we have one gas station uh, right off of twenty seventh and O, right down in you know downtown, whatever. They uh, were running gas at three fifty four. Uh, so I had about half a tank, and so I topped off and, and filled it up at 354 a gallon at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I went back out last night around 9.30, and I noticed the prices had gone up at that particular station to 367, and the other gas stations that were at 377 had jumped up to 386 in the last four hours yesterday, which is just mind-boggling. It's so crazy. It's greed. Crazy. And I'm, uh, you, you, <laughs> did you get any answers to your question on Snapchat about that? No. Okay. No. Nobody ever responded. The, uh, the question I would have is, if we're continuing to depend on Russian energy, and that, I don't think that's changed at all, why are gas prices going up? Well, I thought they stopped. I thought they said we're no longer getting anything from Russia for this. No, no, because of this. We, we 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 can't stop. Well, I mean, th- there's there's a talking point that we should stop. Uh, but if we did that, then gas prices would skyrocket past four dollars. I, I saw today an article that's going to be like four fifty here pretty soon. 
but no, we're, we still are definitely using Russian energy oil uh, production because I'm not sure what we would do if we stopped that. So Biden has not stopped that at this time. Or I thought he said in the, in the in the State of the Union that they had uh, released a bunch of oil, gas, whatever, along with other countries, NATO countries or something to help with this. Yes, they are doing that to help with that. That's to help. That's as just to help. I, They're not yeah, as far as I know, we're not... We have not shut down our dependency of Russian oil to help with gas. All right. I'm going to shut down this conversation because it just <laughs> furthers it just furthers the two uninformed guys. And mainly more than so, really strongly one uninformed guy, which is clearly me. Um, no, because so- I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. So it could be two uninformed guys. But that would be my question. And you, I thought you asked a good question, but there's, I don't know the answer to that stuff. That's way beyond my level of understanding. All right. Well, I thought you were my go-to on all political and war crime things. So I, I'll have to look for another source, but I'm still going to come need to you. A, we, we need a war crime expert. Who can we bring yeah, to us? A, a correspondent or just an yeah. expert? Correspondent would be on the scene, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've upset Pearl with this. Let's move on. Um, She clearly didn't like the talk either. I wanted to talk about something I think that we've covered many a times, uh, my disdain for long lines at Mm drive-thrus. And the state of Colorado, mainly Colorado Springs, has proven the the idiocracy of people to, to, I don't know if I use that word properly, by the way, um, uh, of people. Uh, Whataburger, my absolute love for Whataburger as you know when I went to visit you several years ago and found out there was a Whataburger uh, we, I had to eat there what two three times uh, made mm-hmm. Snapchats in honor of Whataburger which involved multiple takes I love Whataburger um, a restaurant found in Texas Oklahoma Arkansas usually just in that region Colorado's got one or two of them now and they opened one recently in Colorado Springs and the lines there are absolutely ridiculous. I saw something from K, what is it? K-I-X-S-F-M-108. K-I-X-S-F-M-108. Um, on their website, they say that this was from February 24th, the article that I looked at. Um, and this is still going on today, uh, the lines. So six-hour long lines, people waiting outside to negative five degrees for the new Waterburger in Colorado Springs. That is absolutely uh, – Amzi sent me a TikTok, and the guy was like, this guy's eighth in – he was showing the line. And I was confused. I watched it again today. He was saying that – he pointed to a specific car to, give, the car to give us a point of reference and said that this car is number eight in line, and I think that he meant from the end of the line. And then he <coughs> kind of zoomed in and said, this car is going to be going all the way over there. And he zoomed in. And it was just, I couldn't even really make out where the restaurant was. It was so far away. And even with him zooming in, I still really didn't even see where the cars were going. And you could see the snake car of lines. Six hours. People, I love Whataburger. I cannot stress how much I love Whataburger. When I'm traveling, as soon as I see my first Whataburger, I hit it. I stop. I don't wait for another one. I got to hit that Whataburger. I fucking love Whataburger. You couldn't say, Doug, we'll give you Whataburger free for a year. I wouldn't sit in line for six fucking hours for Whataburger. I wouldn't six 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 hours for any 
There's not a burger on the face of the earth that I would sit six hours in line to eat. The restaurant's not going anywhere. It's a brand new restaurant. It's obviously thriving and succeeding. You can get the burger in a month or two. You don't need to go right now. It just blows my mind that people are willing to do this. And you would think on top of it, I mean, like all restaurants right now with the pandemic, I would imagine the Whataburger, maybe not since it's brand new, but they're probably a little short-staffed. Just to throw on well, top of everything else for the delays. But yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. I wouldn't wait 30 minutes for fast food. I mean, anything, I wouldn't wait 15. I mean, let's, let's be serious here. Uh, I wouldn't wait 10. I, I can't imagine waiting 10, 15 minutes. Uh, anything past that. I don't understand it. So it's a weird phenomenon. I, I don't know what would make you decide that you're going to get into that line and it's like it's kind of like the um oh man what's it called you know when there's a uh you know when there's a riot and people who would who have really done nothing in their life as far as like violence or any type of crime they they take part in the riot they just start burning things and what is mob 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 what is that mob mentality there you go it's kind of like a mob mentality right that's what it would be like maybe these people didn't even think about getting in the line for Waterburger that particular day when they woke up, but when they drove past it, that something just in them that they, they, they were just drawn to it. And they couldn't they couldn't fight it, so they just got in the line. That they it's mob mentality. It's fast food mob mentality, Douglas. So normally I wouldn't loot, but because I see everybody else looting, I'm gonna loot too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say that whenever you were trying to figure out the word, I equally was trying to get there with you and couldn't come up with anything. So now I'm about to lose my shit because I'm like, okay, further evidence of how dumb we might really be. Both of us sitting here, I couldn't come up with shit. It took me that whole time. My brain was racking the whole time you were talking for me to come up with loot. I came up with loot about four seconds before it came out of my mouth. Unbelievable. I wrote down in my notes that I, too, wouldn't sit in a line. And I wrote 10 minutes. I wouldn't sit in a line for even 10 minutes. And you also got to think about these people. Yes, it could be a mob mentality where they're like, oh, look at that line. For some reason, I want to go sit in it. Um, but you can think about you. You've you got to really plan for something like this. Like this is this is the type of shit. It's like, do we have enough gas in the car? Do people, if I'm going to wait six hours, I'm probably going to bring snacks. Like, there's, it's, I feel like it's a kind of, it's an event. You bring a bunch of people, you maybe get some some, some drinks for the for the car, um, bring a chest, bring some snacks, bring some car games. Uh, obviously, you want to make sure your phone's charged, but most people have a charger for the car. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to make sure that you're, if you if you've got pets that they've been fed, they've been out to. By the way, here's a funny thing. I've written make sure uh, in my notes. I've got make sure uh, you have your make sure pets have been fed and have bowel relief. Mm-hmm. Two words that when I was typing this, uh, I still don't sure if I I'm not sure how to spell the word fed and bowel. Um, I. Those two words is like type to make sure pets have been fed. Is it just F E D? How do you spell fed? F E A D? I'm seriously asking you how do you spell fed? Uh, fed is F E D, Douglas. <laughs> F E D. 
So I got it right. I yeah, first good, good job, Doug. Good job. That's, okay, I feel really good. And then bowel. How do you spell bowel? Is in bowel movement. Bowel. B o w e l. Bowel movement. Yes. 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 I got them both right. Look right, and they didn't feel right, but I did type them correctly. Good job. Good about that. Good about that. Good. Yeah, but yeah, good. I think it's silly. You really got. I got a plan ahead on that. Um, another thing that me, uh, me... if I may, Doug. Go, oh, please. Okay, I'm go. Say, I have no doubt that Waterburger appreciates this type of news. So to them, it's, it's positive news on their new franchise. But if if you're like the police, do you, I mean it? It seems like you should put a stop to that. Like when there's a six hour wait for a restaurant, perhaps you need to tell people that they need to disperse and come back at another time. Am I wrong about that? I mean, why? Why would we just clog up a lane for six hours? Why not just tell people disperse and come back at another time? Sure. Like, there should be, like, a cutoff. Yeah. There should be a point in time, like, a line, like, a, well, then you got to get, now you got to take city resources, city That's resources true. to police, something like that. Now, Whataburger should make to have That's somebody out there where I mean, you've got. There's already police there, though, right? I mean, for this type of event, right? I mean. It's not just going unpatrolled, is it? Well, sure. No, you're right. I mean, I would imagine that they've got to do some sort of crowd, con- some sort of uh, stuff with traffic. <laughs> but yeah, so you're thinking, and I kind of agree with you. They they say, okay, this is the cutoff. Mm-hmm. If the line is at this point, then we're forcing cars to just keep moving. There's no mm-hmm. line past this stage. Keep yeah. it rolling. Come back another time. And I'm pretty sure Walmart is open 24 hours a day. At least they used to yeah. be. Keep it moving. Yeah. Right, it just yeah. seems like it, these type of stories don't need to happen. No, they like, don't. Now, of course, the big, the good thing is, you know, we always hear about the the violence of like a Black Friday situation. I, as far as I know, I've never heard about violence uh, at an opening of a fast food restaurant line. So I guess as long as people are remaining peaceful, keep keep it going. But it just seems like it's asking for trouble one of these times. Uh, maybe not violence at the openings of restaurants, but the, you got to recall uh, when the Popeye's chicken sandwich came out, people were getting shanked, oh, shot, yeah. fights were breaking out over a split. Not even a new restaurant, just an item. One yeah. one menu item, people were oh. getting shanked. This is an entire opening of a restaurant. so And they're keeping it under control. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, transitioning, something else that amazes me is these thieves. The thieves we're seeing in California, we're seeing all over the place that just walk Doug. in. So I'm looking Doug. at uh, T- Doug. Doug, 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 Doug. Yes. Can I stop you real quick? Before, yes. Before you move on to that topic, I did look up, uh, just to want to end the gas discussion for Russia. The sanctions placed on Russia's economy following the invasion of Ukraine have so far exempted Russian oil exports. But traders have been reluctant to purchase Russian oil due to uncertainty about being able to close the transaction with the limits on the Russian banking sector, as well as concerns about finding oil tankers willing to call on Russian ports to load any oil purchase. So there we go. Put a little, uh, what is it, a bow tie on that? Put a, put a ribbon. What is it? Yeah. When you, what's that saying when you, put, when, when you want to close something up? You put a... Like a Throw a bow. feather in that cap? Well, no, that I don't think that's that's not another feather in the cap. I don't think no. that's it. You put a bow, 
wrap a bow around that present. I, I think. Sorry. Go so ahead. when you go when ahead. you're closing, so you're saying that when you're closing out a topic, you're shutting it down. You're throwing shutting a ribbon on that. Well, you're doing Put something the- with a ribbon or a bow tie or a bow. It's, maybe it's not a bow tie. Maybe it's just a bow. Put a bow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're gonna put a bow on that package. Bow, put a. Do you know what gonna, I'm talking about? Doug gonna Bush? wrap up that. Gonna gonna put a ribbon. Put a bow. Yeah. Put, I don't think I don't think that I don't. Is it gonna gonna just shut it down with a? I think it's I think it's uh, just put a bow on it. Okay. That would be a new one. That that'll be a new one for me. To make something complete or perfect, this final victory puts a bow on it. Success story. The story ends as they put a bow on their long pursuit of Lebanon. That's not it. I think it's First of all, let me, let me also congratulate you on having that laptop up and being so prompt yeah, we're with good. Google things today. You're really yeah. good. I, I thought it was important that one of us has to do research. It's very important. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I agree. I to be honest. Agree. Gotta be on that. Put um, you want to quick on quick on the trigger. I think is the well. You want to be quick on the trigger there. We got forty-seven uh, on the clock. Let's put a bow go. on it. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead with the next story. I apologize. Move along. I'm looking at TMZ, the number one source for all things news um, today, and they were showing another video of a man inside of a Walgreens in California. I don't remember where it was. Um, usually it's in San Francisco, it seems like, but I think this was maybe in Los Angeles, um, where a guy is directly behind the counter, uh, nonchalant. They're very relaxed, calm. They're not in a rush. They're not really in a hurry. Um, he's got a giant uh, black plastic bag, probably one of those heavy-duty ones leaves, and he's just filling it with stuff behind the counter. Typically at a Walgreens, the things behind the counter would be like cigarettes, what, batteries, <laughs> headphones, mm-hmm. I don't know, things that, I don't yeah. So he's just filling up a sack. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's doing anything. They're just all watching. Uh, there was one guy that tried to intervene as the guy was walking out, <laughs> and the thief grabbed some bananas, just kind of looked at him like, oh, you want, you want some? You want to get and grabbed a bundle of bananas and chunked them out the guy's head, um, to which the guy grabbed the bananas and then threw them back at the criminal on his way out. And that angered the criminal. So then he turned around and went for a shelf by the door and started throwing things off of the shelf at the guy before he walked out of the store. Um, I watched a video that was on the thread as well of four or five people at a Walgreens in San Francisco doing the same thing. It was like two girls and two guys or two girls and one guy. Um, Nobody's doing anything. They're in the aisle. The security guard is standing there um, just videotaping them. He's got his cell phone out and he's just taping the whole, you know, got the whole thing on video. Uh, (laughs) And what's the point of the security guard? Isn't the security guard to help to try to prevent crime? But all of these videos seem to always have a security guard that's not involved, that is just standing there, standing right by them, mind you, almost as if to protect them um, from patrons that are not robbing the store. 
Uh, it's just absolutely crazy to continue to watch this happening day in and day out, and nothing is happening. Nobody stops it, and security guards are just standing there watching. And the question made me think as I was watching the video is, what is the point of security guard? And it seems to me at this point, Walgreens should just get rid of all security guards and cut some costs because they <laughs> don't have a point of being there. Well, I think uh, I think they do have a point. I'm not familiar with this stuff, stuff going on in California. I don't look at uh, TMZ the way you do, so I'm not real familiar with this. But I think security guards are probably trained and directed um, on, on what they should um, – <clears throat> keep their eye I, I don't think they're just there for theft if they see somebody stealing I, I think they make the uh, they make the decision at that point if it's worth um, fighting for or getting in trouble for or potentially jeopardizing uh, the safety of themselves and other people in the Walgreens store and they're probably just trained that that's not really one of those things that they need to uh, put people in danger of so what that's my, would that's my theory. Sure. I wonder what other kind of activities happen inside a store that would require a security guard other than theft. Well, that's a good question. I don't that, know the answer to that. Like that would be the primary reason other well, than I think, I think it's theft. break up a fight. Yeah, break of uh, violence obviously would be one of them. Um, but also theft ab- above a certain price point, maybe. Um, but even though you're saying that this person was just hey had a full trash bag worth of stuff, I don't know. I don't know. So, I'm just throwing out. I'm just throwing. I'm just brainstorming. I, I don't. Sure. Know. Sure. 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 You need to familiarize yourself. These are. It's very interesting. This is. This is happening. This has been happening for quite a while now, and it's rampant. It's happening all over Los Angeles. Uh, California. There's a Michael Rappaport in Brooklyn, in New York. I don't remember which borough he was, but I think he was in Brooklyn, um, where he's in a CVS. He went to go pick up some sort of medication in CVS, and he's got on video a guy doing the same thing. He goes in with a big bang. There's a video on the internet of a guy. He rides like a city bike, one of those bikes that you just ran on the corner uh, mm-hmm. all over town. Uh, he's got the bicycle in the actual store with him with a giant sack as he's just filling the sack up and then just pedals on out and like it's nothing. Michael Rappaport video and the guy commenting like, look at this guy. What the fuck's Adam is like, eh, and just walks out of the store. There's um, groups where tens, you know, tens of people will go. They went inside. um Oh, I can't think of a, a major of like bags, like purses, Balenciaga. I don't remember what it was. Balenciaga's clothing and stuff. Uh, and they're just robbing the shit out of all these bags, just cleaning out the shelves. It's happening right and left. You've got to see the videos. They're absolutely shocking. Nonchalant. How just like it's just a normal activity. They're not trying to. Typically, if somebody's going to shoplift, uh, to try not to be caught, to not be seen. They're trying to, uh, and this is where words come involved that I can't think of right now because I'm stupid. That they're trying to the fact that they're they're stealing from the store. They're doing it undercover. They're sneakily doing it. These guys are literally just walking in a store with giant sacks and openly filling them with goods. It's amazing. It's absolutely the balls. The fact that this is 
okay to somebody to go, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just going to go in and just rob this place. What are you guys doing this afternoon? You want to head on down to Walgreens and fill up a couple sacks with cigarettes and, uh, and, and we'll get some of those expensive Gillette Mach 5 blades out of the locked cabinet? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just phenomenal to me. Uh, I agree. I opened up a Reddit thread to see if we could get some more information. So Walgreens has already closed down several stores for this theft issue in San Francisco. Security guards, like the one in the video you probably watched, uh, his name was Kevin Greathouse. They are told not to physically engage uh, with those shoplifting. Uh, This person comments, I guess I misunderstand the purpose of having a security guard, much like you do. Um, Let's see here. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much all asking the same questions. Like, what's the point of the security if they're not going to stop them? But these people are like, I work at a supermarket, uh, same policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because most petty theft shoplifting is for really small items, and the stores make back that money in like 30 minutes, stuff like that. So I, I think we're, we're both kind of hitting around it. But I, I think security should be there. <clears throat> They should be the detriment, right? <laughs> like you're, you're hoping that having the presence of security in a store is going to stop people from walking in and stealing stuff. So I think the thought process may be if just the mere presence of security and authority in a store doesn't stop you, then we're not going to put our security in any harm's way at that point. Because if they're already brazen enough to take those steps, who knows what else they're capable of? I'm going to go with okay. that. I'm going with that with my final answer, Douglas. I like it. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to accept that answer. You're absolutely right. I asked the question, what is the point of security guard? It's to be an authority figure to prevent, to hopefully make somebody go, ooh, better not steal from this place. They've got a security guard. But now what's happened is people don't give a shit about security guards and realize they don't mean a goddamn thing. And they're like, excuse me, where do you find the so-and-so? And they say, uh, aisle 10. And then they go back there and take everything out of aisle 10. Uh, it's, yeah, I'll accept that. We've got four minutes to go. Um, let's do our, do you have an Argentinian fun fact real fast? Well, I've done so much searching uh, this particular hour that I may have accidentally searched over it, but I can go back to it. Um, I do think it involved meat, so I think I'm ready to go. Uh, We'll let you go first. Sure. While you're looking for yours, I know the meat one as well, as I've studied. I'm pretty much an authority on all Argentina at this point in time. My Argentinian fun fact is that government officials – um, have banned parents from naming their children Messi oh. after the famous football stars. Um, uh, excuse me. Government officials banned parents from naming their children Messi in the football star's hometown. So wow. the uh, soccer star Messi um, oh. is <laughs> Rosario Argentina. Okay. Um, Messi is arguably one of the to play the game after a resident, Mr. Hector Varela, named his son Messi. <laughs> government officials banned parents from naming Messi, working about uh, to avoid confusion later down the line if the name was to become too fashionable. If too many people started naming their Messi, well, yeah, I think. It's, uh, <laughs> how did that government official know that they named that person Messi? Who's in charge? of paying attention to see whether or not parents named their kid messy and all of a sudden uh, something came across this person's desk oh shit we've got one Mr. Hector Varilla named his kid messy let's go get him 
Shut it down. It's happening. That's my fun fact for Argentina. <laughs> uh, Argentina is the king of beef. Beef is the most integral part of Argentinian cuisine and the country's littered with steakhouses. Uh, just waiting to serve up a juicy slab. Argentina beef has become so famous that it's served the world over. Known for its tenderness, asados are likely known to you as barbecues are, are vitally important to Argentine culture and offer a chance for family and friends to catch up over dinner. Annual consumption of beef across the country in 2020 worked out to be 49.7 kilograms per person. That may look excessive, but it's an actual historic low for the country. People are starting to dial down on the meat. Could yeah. be in due in part to COVID-19 crisis, which uh, uh, priced out uh, those on lower incomes, but also dietary changes in relation to the climate crisis. Uh, the highest beef consumption record in Argentina was in 1956, 100.8 kilograms per person. That's a lot of beef. Yes, the fun fact about Argentinian beef is that uh, at one point in time, the Argentinians were consuming each person up to 100 pounds of beef per year. That's nuts. Isn't that nuts? That is crazy. Uh, Would you by chance be getting your Argentinian fun facts from something entitled 22 Argentinian fun facts? (laughs) Hmm. Uh, So for today, yes. It's from the (laughs) southernamericabackpacker.com. 22 fun facts about Argentina. (laughs) That is correct. Good. That's where I've gotten all of mine, except for the one today. Uh, Because I was like, I'm not liking much of these facts anymore. (laughs) I'm finding, I think we might have to put a pin. We might have to put a bow on facts as I'm finding them. You think after, we've done this three times. We've, We've come up with six fun facts, Doug. You think yeah, we're funny. running out of Argentina fun fact material? I think I'm running out of Argentina material that I feel is fun fact worthy to share. I think some of these fun facts are just listen, we I'm happy to keep going. You want to let's you know, I feel like maybe we can put a bow in it at this point in time. I think but, it's a pin. I think it's a pin. 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 Did I say bow in it? Yeah, you can put a bow in it. <laughs> I think you put a pin in it, right? That's when you stop a conversation. Yeah, put a bow put a, on it. Yeah, put a so bow confusing. on it. Put a put a pin in it. Let me see that real quick. Well, pin the listener, it. the listener's always able to leave us with uh, some sort of feedback if you'd like. If you think we should continue or stop okay. the Argentinian fun facts, as we're at an hour, I do want to real quickly wrap this up um, so that we don't get in trouble by the misses. Um, my <laughs> My new conspiracy theory to Go keep ahead. an eye on okay. is that April coming up is the government's blood sacrifice season. Wow. <laughs> Think about that. Um, April is the government's blood sacrifice season. Here's what I got. According to boardpanda.com, some people... Oddly enough, a huge amount of tragedies happening during the month of April. According people april is actually the government's blood sacrifice season and during this month the government performs sacrifices to the demon god ball b-a-a-l and then later disguises these sacrifices as tragedies since many tragedies tend to happen around the same time in mid-april even cnn has published an article questioning this tragic and unexplainable coincidence 
Weirdly enough, mid-April has actually been the period of sacrifice throughout many civilizations, and the cult of Baal used to worship their god of sun and fertility by sacrificing humans and fire. By sacrificing humans and fire? How do you... Anyway, conspiracy theorists believe that this horrible tradition is continued by the government in the form of gun of gunfires, explosions, and death. So this is this kind of revolves around Columbine then and then the other mass shootings that have also happened around 420. Yeah, so we really got to... Let's pay attention in the month of April yeah. and see what kind of government Ooh. blood sacrifices are upon us. Not a, it's a, not a there's nothing fun about this. Yeah, that's a that's a real downer to end the show on. <laughs> oh mama. Uh, I feel like I had something else maybe we could end. Stupid assholes that park behind driveways, which you covered on a Twitter and then I got fed up about it the other day dashing. Let's see we can end it on that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Go ahead. I'm done. I, that's what I had to say. About <laughs> okay. That's about it. So uh, last week, uh, there was a car. So I have a driveway. Uh, right behind it is a house, but the driveway behind on the house is over to the left, like 15, 20 yards. So there's no issue. But for some reason, a car parked directly behind my driveway on the opposite side of the street. It really annoys me when people do that because all you have to do if you're a good driver is understand it's something I do. If I ever park on the street, I never will park behind directly behind the driveway because I don't look, I don't trust people. I don't know what they're doing when they're backing out of the driveway. They may back up and just never look in the rear view mirror and see me sitting there in my car. They may just back right into my vehicle. So I'm just saying, why not you use your own head, park about 10 to 15 feet in either direction to where you're not a liability. Um, I think you really got to look into that. Now, some people may say, well, I mean, what cars really just go straight back from a driveway? That's probably a good point. I thought about that as well. Maybe, uh, you know, I do go to the left and right a little bit. So maybe directly behind is probably the smartest way to go, but I'm going to go ahead and say it's not. I think I still think it's stupid. I think you need to go 10 to 15 the other way. Uh, please, drive responsibly, park responsibly, be responsible behind the wheel. Think two to three steps ahead. Cognizant of others. You're not the only person on the road, you fucking jerk faces. You got to know, I agree with you 100%. It's rude, it's fucked up, and I can't stand it. It's It makes the person backing out of the parking spot, it's very difficult to get out when there's a car behind you. And, and I'm conscious of the people around me, and I'm conscious of where I'm parking to make sure that it's okay for other people to get out as well. I'm with you. I fucking hate it, and I... It, experienced it several times this week and it drives me absolutely crazy hey doug can i say one other thing uh I, I, I commute to work now it's the first time i've been commuting to work basically in my life um but since like the 2000s what are people's what are people in a hurry for when going to why why are people in such a rush like the speed limit 70 i got the cruise control on 67 i'm in the middle lane i'm not changing lanes Meanwhile, people are going like 85 at 6.30 in the morning on their way to work. What are you doing? Like, what's the rush? Chill the fuck out. <sighs> Obviously running late. Well, who cares? That's okay. Well, getting in trouble for being late to work. Well, I mean, they're going to get a write-up. I mean, well, they're not getting fired. If they're getting fired, they got more issues than just trying to be on work at the time. I just, I, I mean, you're going to be sitting there for the next nine hours of your day, five <laughs> days this week, a month. 12 months ahead, probably 20 to 30 years before you can even think about retirement. Slow down. Chill out a little bit, people. You got a long life of work ahead of you. You don't need to rush. Go 67. 
Stay in your freaking lane. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Okay. Hardly. Now, Chill I out. Say, when, when, when I leave work, get back home, boy, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm going 85. I'm in the lanes. <laughs> That's it's bullshit. Mad, it's, it's it's madhouse. Oh, I want to get home. I want to get home. Yeah, home is where the heart is. God damn it, you're right. Thanks for uh, tuning in, everybody. William, hour and six minutes. Sorry we went long. Tell the wife uh, we're sorry. I'm sure Pearl is just upset, and Elliot's waiting for you, and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. Pearl, oh, another was a trooper the entire hour. She 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 hung out with us the entire hour. She did great. She obviously yeah. loved what was happening. She she was listening to you and just absorbing it. Did she uh, take everything out of the drawers like she did for your other podcast? Uh, she did take 80 of my 100 cassette tapes and put them on the floor. So I had to clean it <laughs> And I think it's safe to say that she probably doesn't place them back. That's your job. No, no they're, all, they're all scattered amongst the floor. So I'll have to clean that part up. That's okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Well, we didn't have another this two weeks in a row with no dead or alive. We seem to be choosing to podcast during our dead or alive hosts dinner time. So maybe next week, um, as we plan to be doing this again, we can get a time zone that's conducive for uh, host of dead or alive as well. William, thank you for making it happen again this evening. Uh, Earl, thank you for being a wonderful student, live student. So, uh, yeah. Audience guest, mm-hmm. and for the five, thank you for listening. And once again, happy birthday to Matt. Oh, yeah. Thanks That's for listening, thing. everybody. Thanks, Will. Peace. Goodbye. We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rail.